Lamar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. I'd like to formally apologize to Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast and the medium of radio as a whole. I did not see this show devolving into a discussion about tush. But I do think it's an important discussion to have because I think that the word tush sucks. Flat out. So I want the tush push to disappear. The problem is we have tried to rename the tush push and it's turned into all of you sickos just being gross. Gross, sick behavior that I would never condone. Uh, we're scheduled to have Steve Palatine or ask Steve's Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and so much more. His big brain joins us every week here on uh, Levica, Theo, and Stone. New name, same really ridiculous radio show. Mm. Let me tell you about prize picks. You know who's playing some MLB playoff edition prize picks tonight? The best daily fantasy. This guy, I'm pointing to me, Ken Levicka. Yeah. And you can play along with me. Just use the promo code KLV. Why KLV, Ken? Why? Those are the uh, capital letters in my entire name. KLV. And they will double your deposit up to $100 at Prize Picks. I'm gonna. I may do. I may do Stone. I may get crazy. Pick five. Pick six. Twenty dollars to win three hundred. I might get busy tonight with Major League Baseball postseason action on Prize Picks, the best daily fantasy. Don't forget, NFL's coming back Thursday. Prize Pick it. You got the postseason. You got the NBA coming up. And then, of course, you got Sunday full day. I came one square away two different times on Sunday from winning myself a whole load of cash. Thanks a lot, Raheem Moster. You screwed the whole thing up. It's the most fun fantasy. It's the fantasy, the best daily fantasy, because they literally want to hand you money. It's prize picks. Use the promo code KLV. KLV. Double your deposit up to $100 with Price picks. It is really, really, really beyond time that we bring in someone with a modicum of intelligence to this radio show. Thank God he's on on a Tuesday. He's the smartest man we know. He's a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. And boy, is he brilliant. He's Steve Pollard-Zener. It's Ask Steve's time. Steve Pollard-Zener is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve Politziner, boy, are we glad to have you around because uh, we have spent the last 20 minutes uh, really defiling radio as we know it. We got into a discussion about um, the tush push, and I hate the word tush, and that that needs to change. It needs to change, and we've had a variety of suggestions, but um, they become increasingly more revealing about where uh, the heads of our collective audience is at uh, middays on a Tuesday, and I'm not proud of it, to be quite honest. Uh, would you would you be able to throw any alternate names for tush push at us? Why, why don't you have me evaluate the ones that have been uh, that have been um, oh God suggested so far. yeah yeah that's fine that's fine um I suggested the dump pump 
No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We what have, else? Okay, we have the cheek sneak. I like that. We have the bum. We, we have the bum scrum. Bum scrum. I like that. Okay. I like that. We have a- the brotherly shove. <laughs> That's not bad. It's too regional. Basically, so far, all the ones are good except Ken's. <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh huh. Um, speaking of another one of Ken's, let's go thick stick. No. I'm going to take okay. that silence as a um, no. Okay. Uh, again, I think, <laughs> okay. I, think the, 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 I, think our, I think your fans did a very good job. What about the uh, squat thrust? That doesn't even rhyme. It doesn't need to rhyme. Well, is, is it, it, it needs to roll a, off a the squat tongue. thrust is just like a thing that you do in, at the gym. I know. That's why it works. It's got. I like I like bum scrum and cheek sneak. I think those are your, you know, those are the leaders in the clubhouse. Okay. Uh, do you have any suggestions? Um. That would be better than that. Yeah. Without without thinking about this for one second on the everyone else like in that gave you an inbound like they thought about it and then they sent it. You're putting me completely on the spot to come up with a synonym to tush and something that would then also either rhyme or be alliterative. Yeah. Okay, so trying to do this on the fly. This is fascinating radio That's here. fine. Um, trust me, it's better than what we've been doing. Uh, what's a synonym for butt? Okay. Yeah, we, we also had, like, uh, someone say rear-ending the rear end, and I think that's very cumbersome. Like, that's just not good. That's bad That's bad. I don't stuff even know there. if the other synonyms I have are you're allowed to say on radio. Oh, yeah. You probably know that. Yeah, that's okay. Um, all right. Like the A, it starts with an A, and then S, and then another S. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that. Mash. Ass smash. The ass smash is great. Uh, we had the crack smack. Uh, so hey, th- there's, there's, there are, there are many, many, many options here uh, for the uh, the tush push. Uh, I made the point, Steve. Uh, you being a proud, mm-hmm. a proud, Gi- <laughs> a proud Giants fan. Uh, Not so proud right now. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I, I don't call them though a surprise bad team because I could have foreseen this coming. Brian Dayball did such a masterful job gimmicking up that Giants offense last year to make Daniel Jones look serviceable, that it forced them in a tough spot to pay him, and now they're paying the consequences because Daniel Jones is just, well, not good. And what doesn't help is he doesn't have Saquon, and the offensive line is bad in front of him, and it's just all around bad. But I could have seen, foreseen one and three coming. What I could not have seen is the Cincinnati Bengals limping uh, literally to one and three and looking very listless doing it. Who's your surprise bad NFL team that we, we've gotten through a month? Well, yeah, as a Giants fan, I'm with you. Like, if you're giving Daniel Jones $40 million, it's because he makes everyone around him better. And without Saquon, he, nobody was better. Now, the line was atrocious. They already had injuries coming in, and then they had, like, nine people got hurt, hurt on the same play. So, um, you know, that was that was – um, made it even worse, but he is very, he can run. No doubt about it. He's a very, he's a surgical kind of runner. Like he knows when to run. Um, but it's also at the expense of, like, they don't have receivers that can separate. Um, 
Waller has been hurt. He's kind of an unproven product so far because he's been on the Giants and they've had to, and he can't block. So they have to use other tight ends to help protect Jones. Um, but Jones gives, he trades it off. He trades off his running with his truck, with his fumbles and his interceptions. You know, his turnovers are yep. ferocious. Yep. Um, but I'm a Giants fan. I'm not really, I'm, I'm surprised they scored three points at home this year. I'm surprised it's been the most futile offense at home for the first few games in 40 years in the NFL, not just the Giants. But I don't see him as one of those going to put you over the top, you know, guys that never did. And I thought they felt forced to pay him. And, yeah, they're paying for it. They're, they're literally and, and figuratively. So they're not a huge, you know, surprise to me. Um, Bengals are, but Joe Burrow's hurt. And Joe Burrow is, is clearly badly hurt. And T. Higgins is hurt. And, you know, they, you, you knew one of those teams on the AFC were, were going to fall back. I think I gave you on this show. Yep. My fallback AFC team this year was, was the Chargers. Yep. That, like, you know, coach may not make it through the year. They're 2-2. Two and two. They don't feel like they're going to be getting – they don't feel like they're going to really be good to me. Um, so, there are those. On the upside, the Texans, even though they're 2-2, two and two, how many people got knocked out of their survivor pool yep. this week? By They're the a surprise good team. They are a surprise good team. Like we all said, the Bucks, but I think you got to put the Texans in that conversation too. Totally. And if the Broncos had lost this week, which they you know probably should have, but if the Broncos had lost this week, I think you'd have to put them there also, just because of Peyton and Wilson. <laughs> there's so much. There's and there's some talent there. Um, and the Bears, to me, at 0-4 are huge. I, I don't know. I don't have the Bears at 0-4. I have yeah. the Vikings. I, I, I'm more surprised the Bears are 0-4 than the Vikings are 1-3. The Vikings you saw were sort of mailing this year in, letting Dalvin Cook go, letting some of the um, uh, the talent from the last couple of years, you know, get away. Hawkinson, they traded last year. The, the Bears, people thought were going to compete in a weak NFC North, in a new NFC North where the Lions and the Bears were going to be at the top. The Lions are, to very few people's surprise, the Bears are awful. Like, awful, awful. Like, where do we go from here, awful? Like, oh, my God, they're going to have the first two picks in the draft, awful. Uh, Steve Palatino asked Steve's uh, here with us. Uh, Lavica, Theo, and Stone. By the way, what do you think of the new name? Same show. Uh, new name. Is it take a little uh, getting used to? I feel like you should just say it a couple of times, let it roll off the tongue, and then go commit it to memory. Is it LTS? Nah, eh, we don't need an acronym. I mean, I've been using LTS in text messages, but yeah, not but formally. Like, but, like, hey, uh, are you guys the star of the radio show LTS? Like, nah. it just doesn't it doesn't have, like, an oomph to it. Yeah? But either does LaVica, Theo, and Stone. Do you think people walk around and say to each other, hey, man, did you check out LaVica, Theo, and Stone today? Well, you I'm actually a- have to take a breath in the middle of saying it. There's so many syllables. Uh, uh, here, here's my here is is my explanation for that. Okay, this is what what big market, big time radio does. You mm. just have the last names. My brand in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, Steve. Let's be honest, it is strong. Mm. It is strong. People see Lavica, they're like Jesus. That's quality mm. right there. And then my man Theo. That that is a Theo. That's my boy. That's my yeah. guy. Like yeah. I, I I watch Theo on TV. Theo. He's Theo. He's Theo. He doesn't even need his last name. It's Theo. And then there's Stone, uh, the 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 quarterback legend out of the Treasure Coast who has taken over Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And together, Lavica, Theo, and Stone. That's a recognizable brand right there. How do you feel about that? I mean, I, I know I'm not around much. I live here, of course, but I'm I heavily travel for work. But when I'm around, 
and I'm talking like you're all the names come up. Well, let's, Stone's name never comes up, so no one knows Stone is the first name, last name, or anything. So let's just discount Stone. Don't let him bring you down. People know people know you as Ken Levicka, and people know Theo as Theo Dorsey. People know you as Ken Levicka from ESPN 106.3 and FAU, and people know Theo as Theo Dorsey from ESPN 106.3 and ESPN 106.3 on WPTV. So really what you guys should be called uh-huh. are Ken Levicka of ESPN 106.3 and oh, FAU and Theo Dorsey of ESPN 106.3 and ESPN 106.3 and WPTV, and there's this guy Stone. I think that would be kind of an efficient way to go out the door. I think, another, I think another efficient way to go is people who are listening to the radio show weekly have no idea who we bring on. <laughs> I, 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 a segment where we talk about fake random email <laughs> questions and hey. people have no idea who we're talking to. <laughs> what are you talking about? Stone what? hurt. Stone I, think, hurt. I, I think Stone Stone feels badly now. I think that, uh, one, uh, we are speaking with the host of Stephen Craig, which was the first sports, well, I mean, lifetime show down that. here. I mean, <laughs> come on. You left a legacy. Uh, Steve Palatiner <laughs> asked And is Theo even on? Is Theo on today? I'm right here. Theo's here. We're, we're, oh, at, hello, Steve. we're at FAU today. Uh, for uh, the, the Heat started their uh, their training camp here at FAU. I'm actually sitting in Tom Herman's suite uh, as we speak along here with uh, Theo. So Theo's here. He's just been doing some double duty on TV. What does Tom Herman know you as, the coach of FAU? Ken, Ken Levicka, Levicka. What, what would Ken. you say he knows you as? I think Ken. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Ken. And I, we've only seen each other in person once this year <laughs> so far. Mm. Yeah, and now you you're kicking it in the suite. We're rolling. We, we are absolutely rolling. Uh, Steve, uh, real quick, uh, this is a, uh, a question from uh, Bill in Boynton. This is Bill in Boynton. Are we sure? Yeah, it, it is. I'm looking oh. at the inbox right here. I'm looking at the inbox right here. Uh, Bill in Boynton asks, was having a debate about the proper fall drink with my wife. She says it's apple cider. I'm going with hot chocolate. Steve, which one is the proper fall hot drink? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, where we live here, there's there's not really like that that, that whole change of seasons type of thing. But I, I'm I'm with Bill. It's it's the apple cider. Hot chocolate feels to me more like a winter warm up. You know, fall is 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 the apple cider. Whether it's straight apple cider or you're adding something to the apple cider, spiked, if you will. You know, apple cider to me it's cider. Um, the leaves, the changing of the colors. You know, maybe some uh, pumpkins. Out, you know, in the mix, you know, maybe a cornucopia. Is that what it's called? <laughs> that is the what thing it's called, yes. Yes, yeah. that's very good. Yeah, yeah, that feels apple cider. It doesn't feel hot chocolate. Hot chocolate's like when you come in from playing in the snow. Yes. You have a hot chocolate. You don't have yes. an apple cider at that point. Right, right. That's a great, great call. Uh, hot chocolate. Uh, away with you until December. Uh, speaking speaking of Thanksgiving, uh, it's not decoration time yet for Thanksgiving. It is for Halloween time. I was actually at a Duffy's this past weekend, Steve. Halloween decorations, along with all the outstanding football helmets you see at most Duffy's locations. They're already ready for the season, and of course, a great meal at all times at Duffy's Sports Grill. No doubt about it. Um, enjoying two-for-one drinks all day Every day at Duffy's, along with the award-winning Jumbo Wings that now feature three new sauces. I don't know if you guys are all up on these. Uh, Garlic Parmesan, Golden Barbecue, and the Caribbean Jerk. Three new sauces. Uh, And some football features, of course. Uh, Your lineup starters, your touchdown tots, 
and your game day buckets, 80 TVs at every Duffy's location. No better place to spend your football weekend at Duffy's. Your game is always on. Thank you, Steve. By the way, I just want to clear this up. Like Stone, are you are you mad? Are you mad? It was it's all it's all good times, and we're having giggles and jokes. Are you mad? Not mad at all. I just wanted to thank Spencer for his time today. (laughs) Spencer, no. (laughs) All right, Stone. Hey, you can. Hey, hey, Stone. Anytime you can visit my Hall of Fame bus. No, the Palm Beach. I'll take you to it. I love it. Oh, he flexed. The Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer uh, (laughs) just walked it off. Oh, by the way, for the record is nowhere because at Roger Dean Stadium, and I love the Palm Beach County Sports Commission, I don't know what happened, but at Roger Dean Stadium, they stopped hanging the list of people inducted to the Hall of Fame the year I was inducted. <laughs> There's actually no public record of it anyway, besides the Open, so. which I guess we really should thank Stone because he plays my Open whenever I come on. Yeah, that's that's our only, that is our, our only public awareness that Steve is a Palm Beach County Sports <laughs> Hall of Famer is the Open to the, uh, to the segment. Steve, uh, I'm going to call Roger Dean. I'm going to see what's happening there. We will get to the bottom of this, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, bye. That is Steve Politziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. Uh, Stone, we all love you, and people know who you are. I promise. Taking I promise. more phone calls that I had to uh, put off until the interview, so I'm just rattling up some more. People have more suggestions. Oh, really? Oh, boy. Uh, should we take a break? Yeah, I think it's a good time to take a break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We will... Uh, we will we will continue apparently uh, taking suggestions on how to replace Tush Push. Mm. And Jimmy Butler, did he screw up yesterday? He's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Lebanowitz. And I promise people know him and they love him. He is a prime example of radio talent in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I'm Ken Levicka. We all make up Levicka, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Theo, have you noticed, and we actually have a great vantage point of it, here in Tom Herman's coaches suite on the sixth floor of FAU Stadium, I actually don't know if I should be making it public to people at FAU (laughs) that I just allowed myself into Tom Herman's sixth floor suite at FAU Stadium. Do you think that's a good idea or a bad idea? Considering when I when I went up to the sixth floor here and I asked, hey guys, where's Ken at? And they told me a whole different room that sounded <laughs> way less important. And then I was like, well, I'm looking at my text here and I think Ken's actually in uh, the coach's suite. Are you out at him? I, well, I had to find it. Yeah, I didn't you know where the heck the suite was. Yeah. So yeah, I would I would say maybe um, we might be getting in trouble, but yeah. they always say ask for forgiveness, not right, right, right. I mean, I've been here longer than coach. <laughs> That's a good. I've point. been here longer than coach. <laughs> That's a good. Like, point. A lot longer than coach. Um, but we have a great vantage point of uh, it's hazy as hell outside. Like almost looks smoky and stone. I've gotten to the bottom of it. If you have driven around Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast today, or any of South Florida, and you've thought to yourself. Why the hell is it so hazy out? What is going on? Well, all you have to do is look to our neighbors to the north and place blame on them. Mm-hmm. It's not it's it's not enough that you're starting to see the Ontario and the Quebec license plates jamming, clogging our roadways down here in South Florida as the snowbirds begin to make their way back down here. There's also wildfires now in Canada. This is smoke from Canadian wildfires 
that is reducing our air quality and making it hazy outside on this Tuesday afternoon. How the hell did it get all the way down here? Weather. I'm not like a geo- geographic expert. Now, is this the same stuff that was out there killing New York and all the northeastern states? Like I don't think it's the same. I think these are new wildfires. New, new wildfires. And, and the they smoke? made their way down to South Florida. Ain't no way. Yeah. You're really serious about this? I'm serious about this. I'm 100% serious about wow. this. Wow. Yeah. That's Canadian smoke. Canadian, this this is that Canadian smoke. <laughs> Got to get in on some of that. Yeah. Step outside, get some of that Canadian this smoke. This is that Canadian smoke uh, yeah. down here. Uh, let me tell you about Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Actually, uh, since we're talking about congestion, we're talking about things that can really affect your allergies and, and make you uncomfortable. Uh, Canadian smoke would be one of those things. And if you have constant congestion, if you have ear issues, if you have throat problems, well, you need an ENT, things like this can really exacerbate those issues and that's where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes in ENT extraordinaire Dr. Neil Goldhaber get your consultation now goldhabersinus.com goldhabersinus.com he's based out of Boyd and he has been doing it for decades he has been improving lives I think some people think oh ENT oh, a little wax in the ear oh, a little congestion with the nose or oh, the throat hurts a little bit no no no, no. there are people who have structural issues that really affects their lifestyle, ringing in the ears, chronic congestion, snoring that not only affects them, and that will really hurt your health, but also the people in their household as well, the the, the loved ones. Uh, and Dr. Neil Goldhaber has been doing some major, major things to really improve people's lives, both the patients he treats and then the people on the periphery as well. Uh, it's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. He's our guy, and he is the one to be trusted when it comes to all ENT matters, and especially appropriate to discuss him with some wildfire smoke coming down and descending upon the area. Goldhabersinus.com. 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 That's Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Uh, we've been talking tush push. Uh, yesterday, I want to give a, before we get to Dan and John on the phones, yesterday, Stone, Theo, and I made national news. Yeah. National news with our interview of Tyler Hero. I mean, Stone, that thing's up at over 2 million impressions on social media. Tyler Hero saying, hey, I'm worried about playing the best teams. Portland's not the best. Yeah. And and 2 million impressions. ESPN, Bleacher Report, uh, you name it, that media conglomerate picked Mm. it up. That was our show. We did that yesterday during Heat Media Day. And nothing else outside of Jimmy's hair went viral from Heat Media Day. It was either yep. Jimmy's hair, which no media organization had an exclusive on. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And then it was us with our um, back and forth with Tyler Hero. So, so we made national news. We made ESPN West Palm proud yesterday. Today, we've had a show full of euphemisms yeah. about butts. Boy, do things change in 24 hours. Uh, let's apparently continue that as we rename the Tush Push because uh, we're sick of it. The word Tush is objectively terrible. Uh, Dan in West Palm on uh, yeah, yeah, the Owen Stone. Hi, Dan. Afternoon, Ken. Hey, love the show. My, Thank you. My name for that would be the Ball Dozer. <laughs> hmm. The, the Ball Dozer? Because it's football. Uh-huh, yeah. Right, the Ball Dozer. The three people behind and the quarterback all push the ball over the end zone. I, I, I like the bulldozer. I can dig that. I can dig it. And it makes me giggle. Yeah. 
Thank you, Dan. The bulldozer. That's the bulldozer. Thank you, Dan. That, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. The bulldozer. It's not bad. No, it's not bad. It, nothing's going to beat Brotherly Shove. We know that much. And then anything with pump in it is automatically declined by me. So I think the bulldozer is somewhere in between. Theo has declared anything that involves pumping is out. This, there's no place on the football field for pumping. All right? <laughs> so, Except for touchdown celebration. And then the crack smack. You're not into that? Crack smack is uh, – <laughs> crack is whack. Uh, we learned that name. About the crack whack. <laughs> John in Wellington. Hi, John. Yes. How you doing, guys? Good. How about the snapper slapper? <laughs> the s- the snapper slapper. Oh, yeah. And, and yep. it's Ball fun snapper, to say too. Snapper, yeah. And, and I could just say uh, they're they're lined up at the goal line. Second and goal. Uh, I formation set behind Wilson. Mm. Wilson takes the smack, uh, the the snap, yep. snapper slapper crosses the goal line, breaks the plane, touchdown. I like it, snapper slapper. Right. Appreciate that, John. Well done. You broke me into uh, some impromptu play by play. Even though, also, I've never heard a, a a tush push or a brotherly shove or a snapper slapper sounding so exciting. It's never the call for those is never intense. Yeah. It's very anticlimactic. You got to wait for the spot. You got to like you're waiting for the refs to run up and give you a signal. Like yep. there's, there's nothing that causes a PA guy to yell on any kind of uh, play like that. I will appreciate the direction we're going in because we went from me dropping pumps onto yeah. this rump yeah. pumps, dump pumps, and now Stone. It sounds like we have evolved into just good old fashioned like smacks, meat smacking meat. Yeah. to get across the goal line, which yeah. I think is a little more palatable to some people. You know, I, I keep telling myself, all right, if we're going to keep giving this topic some more time, why don't you actually get involved? So I got a few down myself uh, here. we here. go. All right, Stone. We're going with the Fanny Ram. <laughs> Jeez. Or Slow the, down, oh, youngster. <laughs> Slow down. The Fanny Rammer. Yeah, or, or the Fanny Jam. You know, just jamming it all up or in the there. Or the Fanny Jammer. It's fourth and one. Or the, okay. I have the Keister Shove. Or the Keister key- Shove. Keister I like... Shove. I like I, I got to be – what was your first one? The Fanny Ram. Fanny Rammer or Fanny Ram. I like Fanny Rammer uh, more than I like the Keister Shove. Okay, I do as well. And then nothing rhymed with Heine, so I gave up on that one. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't work. Yeah, I can't get – Heine's tough. Heine's tough. Uh <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't, I can't do that. I don't want to get. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get Cameron and Mace to, to the, throw a the pause. The snapper slapper is good though, because it's legitimately fun to say. Yeah. And uh, what was the one that uh, that Dan said? That, oh, the but the the ball. What was the the ball dozer? Ball dozer. Ball and that one, I don't know if it's accurate, but it makes me laugh. Yeah. It makes me giggle, and for that, I appreciate that. Like ball dozer should be like Derrick Henry's nickname. You know, like he's yeah. like a bulldozer. Yeah, with the bulldozer. <laughs> um, but that play, it doesn't. It doesn't. Again, that, that I want a play and a name that both reflect each other. I want harmony with these things. I want right. to be able to see one and know right. the other. I do think we've done good work, at least threatening the tush push. Yeah. We've at least threatened the tush push rain as the name of that uh, that play. Uh, Stone, should we take another break so we can talk, Jimmy? I think we. I think Jimmy Butler is deserving of the rest of the show. One hundred percent. Time to take a break. All right. When we come back to Jimmy Butler, screw up yesterday and actually make the Heat look bad. There is one writer, one NBA media member who is reporting that that's actually what happened. He's Theo Dorsey. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Ken Lavica. It is Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063.com.
From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's LaVica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 106.3. Oh, we've just been pushing tush, tush pushing on a Tuesday, a tush push Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Devante in Atlanta here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. What's up, Devante? Hey, how y'all doing? Love the show. Appreciate you. Yo. Go ahead. You got uh, you got a suggestion for for tush push? We we can yeah. chat. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I got the uh, ball buster. The ball buster. <laughs> the ball, the ball buster. buster. There the classic, it huh? is. It's, it's a classic. It's a classic. And I can't believe we didn't go there. Thank you, Devontae. Appreciate the, that. The question too, Devontae, How many yards do the Falcons lose with Desmond Ritter if they try the ball buster? Because that I, I can see that going very wrong in, in, yeah. uh, in the A. Yeah. I, I uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> in multiple ways, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Going wrong in the A. That is the name of that play in Atlanta if we want to regionalize it. If they tried to use No that way word, in the A. No way <laughs> in the A. That's my dog, Devontae. Uh, <laughs> that's good stuff right there. Uh, okay. So, uh, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, we all know at this point that he showed up yesterday with his hair straightened. He said he was in his emo phase, his emotional phase uh, yesterday. He showed up in all black, uh, and he was blasting emo music, uh, very emotional 90s pop-punk emo music through the halls of Kaseya Center. Uh, It just made it an entire spectacle. It was, to me, Stone, uh, just another in what he's starting as a tradition of messing with people on media day. He's a great troll. He he had the, the full-ass dreads last year after he went on vacation to Columbia and came back to media day with his dreads and fully shaven. Didn't even look like Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Looked like a completely different person. And it was hilarious seeing all of the – because what they do at media day, they are taking the photos that are going to be used in the NBA media guide with all NBA TV and all network television presentations throughout the course of the year. That's the purpose of media day, to get this all done in one shot. So last year, Jimmy had the dreads. And then this year, Jimmy's got this ridiculous – straight hair emo Karen cut that he rolls in on okay so it's funny I didn't think anything of it and if anything I think it lightened the mood of what was going to be a pretty dour media day feel yesterday down in Miami I wasn't there Theo and Stone were there um that had a chance to be a real depressing uh place based on this offseason and the last two weeks in in uh in in the, the heat's life This was from Mike Wallace on Grind City Media. He covers the Memphis Grizzlies. Mike Wallace, if the name sounds familiar, no, I'm not talking about the man from 60 Minutes, the all-time great journalist. I'm talking about the very good journalist, Mike Wallace, Michael Wallace. He's gone by a couple of different names that used to be based down here in South Florida. They used to be a pretty regular guest here on ESPN 106.3. He covered the heat during the Big Three era. Heat check on ESPN.com. You guys remember it. Mm. And so Mike Wallace on Grind City Media said that, no, it was not all giggles and fun and games yesterday with Jimmy and the Heat, that the Heat organization was actually not happy with Jimmy's spectacle. Listen to this from Mike Wallace. 98.9% of the Miami Heat organization was totally uncomfortable with what Jimmy Butler was doing yesterday. Like, completely, like, this is so anti-Miami Heat culture, Miami Heat what we stand for. My, like, I've been around that organization 
And I remember how much of a of a back and forth all out war that went on, relatively speaking, behind the scenes because LeBron James wanted to wear a headband, and he's wore a headband all his career. And Pat Riley didn't allow players to wear headbands up until LeBron James came, and so the organization went like it was. It was just this big issue over that. And, and I remember some other, you know, some other things. Body fat percentage. Like, guys couldn't even show up for media day in the first training camp practice if they didn't hit that point, whatever, on their body fat percentage that Pi Riley instituted from the offseason. So to go from all of that, you know, rigidness and, and, and how you go about doing things, you take off cap as a Miami Heat player when it's time to do interviews after games. You take off your sunglasses. So what Mike Wallace is describing is a New York Yankees-esque you're going to follow these guidelines and you're going to follow this dress code. And listen, like Pat Riley, is he rigid? Sure. Have the Heat been rigid in the past? No doubt about it. But I I suppose that the organization could be upset. But can we hear the very beginning of this? The arbitrary number that Mike Wallace throws out there to tell us who in the organization is upset at Jimmy Butler for what he did yesterday, that started to disqualify Mike Wallace's news as soon as I heard this. I, I can't handle made-up numbers, and this is patently ridiculous from Mike Wallace. 98.9% of the Miami Heat organization like, what is was that? totally uncomfortable with that, what Jimmy that, that's, it's, it's a yeah. made up. It's a made-up number. That and ridiculous. even if the Heat organization was upset, I promise you that it was not a majority of the Heat organization. A couple of things off of this. If anything, Jimmy's stunt yesterday, which he also did last year, and it seemed like everybody was pretty fine with that last year, and everybody was pretty fine with winning the Eastern Conference with Jimmy at the helm last year. If anything, it diffused a ton of tension from Tyler Hero. How was he going to act yesterday? What was he going to say? Does he feel like the Heat actually want him? to, hey, you didn't get Dame, and uh, you missed out on the biggest names of the offseason. This offseason, kind of a failure. All of that stuff yesterday, if anything, Jimmy, like a vacuum, sucked that all up in his orbit and completely, completely diffused that yesterday. I thought what Jimmy did was brilliant. And Jimmy's Jimmy. But there's no way if you're Pat Riley, Annie Ellsberg, anybody in that heat front office, and you see what Jimmy was able to do yesterday where he became the story instead of Tyler Hero. Uh-oh, is there a rift there? I thought it was brilliant, and I thought it served a gigantic, gigantic purpose. So much so that I'm ready to just sort of poo-poo, and he's a great journalist, but poo-poo Mike Wallace's report. I, I would – I push back on that. I poo-poo the angle Mike Wallace went with. I don't think the heat – disliked it because it was a different hairstyle or whatever, and they're so business and professionally cut. I think it was kind of insensitive to what actually went down this offseason with the Miami Heat. If you think about it like this, we're a radio show, right? If we were to compare the three of us, let's just say you're Jimmy Butler, I'm like Bam Adebayo, Stone would be Boy Wonder, Tyler Hero, the young promising star. If all offseason leading up to this big show we had, we were flirting with, getting rid of Stone for some megastar producer, and then we show up here and for our first show together, our first public stunt together, after maybe three or four days finding out we didn't get that 
producer to replace Stone, which, by the way, Stone Lebanowitz, I don't care what Steve says, you're irreplaceable, all right? Don't listen to that guy. I'm excited for this analogy. But listen, though, if, if Ken pulls up and he's doing a whole stunt and he's acting super sad and he's saying he's emo and he's saying that's reflecting his mood and we know what the fan base thinks, the fan base is also upset because they didn't get Damian Lillard. Tyler Hero, his actual emotions, his actual uh, wave of, of what his roller coaster of an offseason was had to be very emotional, had to be kind of sad, weird. Does this team that I played for for four years want me? The team that they're trying to trade me to doesn't want me? If anybody should have been emo in there, it would have been a guy like Tyler Hero who had the worst body language in there, who also did feel very emotional and kind of a little distraught. and was very. That's why we got that great soundbite out of him because he was harshly affected by what happened this offseason. I think it was it it was distasteful to to do that that precise move that Jimmy did more so the emo look. If it was just dreads or something wacky again, cool. But the emo thing coming on the heels of not getting Damian Lillard is kind of like, yo, I'm sad that Tyler Hero's still here and Damian's not. I don't I see I take it as he's he's just mocking the people that say, "Ah, oh, there's discord in the organization and they failed Jimmy and this is a travesty and a tragedy." I just thought it was Jimmy mocking those people. I don't think there's any disrespect meant at Tyler Hero. It could or be him. looked at that, by that, though. Because think about it, though. Jimmy also said he's I'm emo right now. I'm reflecting my mood. He said that to the cameras with a mic in front of him. And also today, when Kyle Lowry was asked about it at, at the training camp here at FAU, the first thing that came out of his mouth, as soon as one of those questions about Jimmy's haircut came out, he was like, yo, bad question. Don't want to talk about it. Really? Because he don't want to talk about it either, because guess what it would have meant for him? Goodbye, Kyle Lauer. You're out the door. The whole Damian, I, I think that there is something at least, it's not a huge deal and the Heat can get over it, but chemistry-wise, it's just not a good feel against Stone. How would you feel that way if you're the Tyler Hero type and the star, the, the main guy, the mouth of the organization, the face of the franchise, outwardly wanted somebody to replace you and then comes in and instead of putting his arm around you being like, yo, you my guy, I'm glad we got you, you're rocking an emo look, it's kind of... I can see I, why somebody would take that as negative. Now, listen, I see both angles, and, and it's interesting because I, I see it from like a third angle, and I think if you're Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley, what you're telling Tyler Hero is, we contend for a title every single season. Like We're going to have these rumors swirling around regardless. You being in the forefront just talks about how good of a basketball player you are, like Teams want to poach from us, and they also and they don't want to give us any of these players. So, like they're contending for a title each and every season. Like they know the rumors are going to happen. I think if I'm Tyler Hero, I'm kind of happy about it because if if it is going to start with me, it's because I can play ball, and there's really nobody else on this team. I don't know. I don't take it as a, a knock on Tyler Hero as much as people think it is. Tyler I think he's a player that can contribute. To any team around the NBA right now, and if it's going to be anybody on that team right now, just how it's See, built, it's going to be him. I think if anything, it takes it takes some of the attention off Tyler Hero, which is necessary right now. I, I just I did not realize Kyle Lowry, I did not realize that Kyle Lowry reacted like that yeah. to that question. He shoot it off, and it's probably not going to get tweeted out or anything like that because again, it was it was such a quick thing in his like what ten minutes or uh -huh. so that he did the media scrum. But yeah, like somebody tried to ask him about Jimmy's cut. And he was just like, yo, that's like bad question. What's up? What's next? Like he kinda he's shooting. I gotta off. say, like, that's that's a bad look on Kyle Lowry. Like 
dude, you didn't play well enough to get the minutes you <laughs> thought you were going to get last year. You don't stay healthy enough. And he declared, I, I feel like I should be the starting point yeah. guard. That he might have an issue with Kyle Lowry. He was, in a he was not a media mood. day yesterday, and he was definitely in a mood today, it sounds like. He was in a mood. But, uh, you know, hey, and he was the first to talk, and he seemed eager to go do that scrum, but I don't know, you know. I, I don't think Jimmy did anything wrong, and I'd be shocked if the Heat were upset with him. And as far as Heat culture, nobody personifies Heat culture more than Jimmy. Yeah. He's the man. So when you define Heat culture, I think you can get away with stuff like that when you drop 56 on the great Drew Holiday and route to the NBA Finals. That's uh, – Boy, He's I didn't know the Kyle Lowry thing, though. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.